Columbia, South Carolina, and I wanted to give back. And now I'm coming back home to see what I can do um, at home. Sounds good to me. Um, let's get down into the logistics of our topic today. We're talking about your book entitled "What to Do When." What inspired you uh, to have this to make this the title of your book? And what are some of the things you can tell us about the book? Uh, the title was given to me in the middle of the night. The Lord woke me up and gave me the title. And one of the things that inspired me to write the book, um, some things I was going through, and some things the Lord just wanted to get to His people. A lot of times we, we find ourselves just um, kind of going through life and, and, and don't realize where we are, but we have somehow or another strayed so far from the mark where we were trying to go. So it's a getting back the basic guide to kind of gauge us and help us realize some things and so the ultimate goal to, to reach our potential and our um, destiny. You know, your book, What to Do When, highlights the power of communication skills, including the benefits of better communication, you know, the way you speak with people or the way you communicate with people or even communicate with God. Would you elaborate more on that? Yes, I think the in order for us to fully communicate with one another, then we have to fully communicate to our first love. And, and God really loves us. And in the book, it get back to some things that cause us not to communicate with the first love, which is God. And then in return, it, it has a rebuttal, which it causes us not to be fulfilled and, and fulfill our purpose in our brothers and our sister lives and our, spi our spouses. Because the what to do when is, is different for everybody. It's, it, it can be marriage. It can be bills. It can be job. It can be anything. And that was one of the reasons why it was inspired. The title was inspired to be called What to Do When. Okay. Um, you know, something just came off my head. You know, I was noticing the title. Um, what are the, some of the consequences that we suffer when we don't know what to do when? I think one of the things is we are the harshest judges of ourselves. And that's one of the reasons why the Lord said give control back to him so that we won't lose control. We are the harshest judges of ourselves. We allow people to kind of dictate where we go, how we go in life. And we kind of put people's opinion above our own and we're the one living this life. So again, uh, in the consequences, we, we, we fail and we, we judge ourselves so harshly. We can't communicate because we have somehow gotten sidetracked with all the things that's going on, which are basically the issues of life. So it just provides some clarity to realize where you are, to realize what happened, broken communication. And we know when people are upset, they say some things that may not necessarily be what they wanted to say. Whereas if we learn how to communicate, then we can actually avoid some of those pitfalls that we enter into because of n not knowing what to do when. You know, one of the things I noticed in your uh, information about you, you know, we communicate with our Father, and, you know, when we communicate with God, you know, it's through some real simple things, you know. Um, tell us about, you know, how we communicate with God and how does our communication go through to God? Yeah, you know, sometimes people in church or out of church and people have their own opinion. But how do we communicate with God just like we communicate with one another? He's not expecting us to be someone different when we communicate with him. Just like we talk to our friends, we talk to God. Just like we read a book, we read to God. We read his word. And just like we sing for something, we sing to him. We sing praises to him. So, again, it's in your own language. 
because that's how he speak back to you in language that you are able to understand. Very interesting there because you know when people talk to God, you know we pray. You know as you mentioned, you know prayer, as they say, is the key, and faith unlocks the door. So uh, there is a connection right there when we talking to God. Yes. As we move further in your book, you also discuss the dangers of poor communication. Let's elaborate more on that. Yes, I, you know we always, as a, a woman to man, man to woman, we looking for Mister and Mrs. Right. But how are you with your brothers and your sisters? Charity begins at home. It begins with that little brother, that little sister, that mother, that father. And if we haven't learned how to communicate with them, how are we gonna move forward and adapt a spouse or a husband and we haven't fully learned or even given our life back to Christ because that's the ultimate purpose is to give him our life so he can teach us how to maneuver and teach us what to do when in the situations of life. You know, when people talk about communications, you know, you talk about um, the updated uh, tools of the day, the emails, faxes, facsimiles and all of that. You know, and when you look at communication, you know, from a spiritual standpoint, you know, people sometimes are often misguided by how you communicate with God or how you communicate with one another. Yes, they do. Again, especially one of the reasons why you got to just slow the pace down. The Internet's there, the MP3, the iPod, and nothing is wrong with all this technology. But sometimes we have to put all that stuff aside and just take a moment and just talk. Just talk, just like you would a friend. God is a friend. He's concerned about what we're concerned about. And there are so many hurting people. There are so many, and we try to put on that, save that face. But when the actuality of it is that, you know what, we are, we are screaming for help because we know that we are drifting so far. And that's important to reach back and grab our brothers and grab our sisters and catch them by the hand because Sometimes if we communicate, then I'm not going to know what you've been through until I talk to you. But we're so busy trying to put on a facade. And, and this is what the book is about. Be naked and unashamed before God so that he can heal all your wounds. And he can just get you to that place. Because our gift, each and every one of us have a gift. And it'll make room for us if we walk in our gift. Not me walking yours. Me walking my own gift. So that I'm able to reach back and grab my brother or grab my sister and say, you know what? You can make it. You know, I've been through that. And let me tell you some things that helped me. I'm not saying everything applies. But you know what? If we just reach out and touch one another, reach out and talk to one another, reach out and grab one another, we will realize that, you know what? Everything we need to succeed in life is right there in front of us, starting with our Savior. Wow, that's very, and that's very important to learn also. Uh, you also, uh, you know, we spent a couple of minutes with you right here on your book, What to Do When. I mean, I know many people get in situations that they are not involved in and they don't know uh, what to do when, you know, people, you know, you know how youngsters are nowadays, they're involved in all forms of uh, impure activities, if you will. Then they, they, their, their main thing in communication is, you know, talking in the same lingo as they do. I mean, you hear it on hip hop, you yes. hear it on the streets, you hear it. And unfortunately, it has leaked over into their home. So as a parent, when it comes down to communication, what to do when? We have to learn as, as parents of today, nothing has changed. The word is still there to guide us. But at the same time, we have to understand from the children's point of view 
take the principles that God has given us and incorporate those principles to reach your child. And I always tell my students, I teach high school, and I always tell my students, if you can't talk to your mom, find somebody you can talk to because it's so important. It's not our job. We're facilitators as parents, as teachers, as educators in life. We're facilitators to everybody that we come in contact with. Maybe it is for me to just plant this seed. Maybe it's for somebody else to see, but God in the end is the one that give the increase. So I just encourage parents, people who just getting saved, if you want to be saved, if you if you are saved and you, 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 you've swayed, and you know you've swayed, no one has to tell you, you know, we all know within ourselves. And just get back to the basics. And that's, this is what what to do when. Teach us how to get back to basics because everybody can tell us what's wrong with us. <laughs> They might not be able to tell us what what to do, when, but they can tell us what's wrong with us. So God just take us back to the places. Okay, you know what? Let me tell you what's wrong. Let me tell you some things that you can visibly recognize. And then from being able to recognize them, let me tell you how to move from that point to where you're trying to go through the scriptures. Okay. Also notice that, you know, the topic, you know, as you pass it along to us, you know, it talks about, Wow, spiritual fulfillment to self-fulfillment. How does a person move from spiritual, you know, elevates themselves going from spiritual fulfillment to self-fulfillment? One of the things is, in order, I always say, in order for me to reach my potential, then I have to give my life back to the person that gave it to me. That lets him know that I appreciate it. And then from there, we are spirit beings in this world, and we have to learn how to serve as such. What do you mean, Mary? What I mean is we all have a purpose. We all have issues and things to deal with. But with the Savior in our life to teach us and guide us, we can become better persons within ourselves. Because a lot of us, we when we go through issues of life and we deal with things, we become so downtrodden with ourselves. So all he want to do is reach out and give you a little bit of love. That little bit to spark something in you to realize that, you know what, I can make it. Mary did it. I can do it too. And that's what God is trying to say. Take that love back so you can take your life back. Take your life back. And we often talk about how our kids have strayed so far. But what about us? <laughs> Where are we in life? Where are we in dealing with the issues of life? And our kids don't do what we do. They tend to do what they see us do. So what are we doing to tell them that they can make it? Whatever they're going through, that you can handle this, you can get past this. Because you can't just get past this, but I'm here to help you past this. And this is what what to do when does. It get us back to basics so we can recognize those simple things that the enemy uses. And not just the enemy. We ain't going to blame everything on the devil. Sometimes just within ourselves. We are liking things that we need to get from this point to the next point. And we're not sure how to get there. Some of us have wonderful spiritual parents. Some of us don't have any. Some of them are not safe and some of them are safe. But if you want to know what to do when, then I invite you to pick up the book and let God do a new thing in your life. Well, Miss Mary Hancock, I tell you one thing. These past few minutes have been refreshing with you and yours. And how can they... um? Get the book and uh, what's the information you'd like to leave with? Yes, um, my alma mater, South Carolina State University, is actually picking up the book. So you can call the bookstore, um, call Charles and Bryce over there at the bookstore. They're going to be um, hosting the book also by email, books with the S by Mary at bellsouth.net. Um, I check it every day. 
Um, you can go on any internet site or any bookstore. They have all the information, my name, Mary Hancock, and what to do when, and they can pull it up for you there. You can Google me. You can go on Amazon.com. But locally in Orangeburg, it's at my stomping ground, South Carolina State University. I'm proud to say. Well, Mary, it's certainly been a pleasure to have you with us. Certainly want to welcome you back home to South Carolina State University. I hope that uh, you can uh, continue to uh, teach people and enlighten people and empower people on what to do when. Thank you. It feels good to be home. And anytime in, I'm in the area, I'm at home. So whatever I can do to make home better, that's what I want to do. Well, Ms. Hancock, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm Willie Johnson. Thanks for spending the next few minutes here on WSSBFM Forum on B90.3 FM.